Hi everybody! During the months of March and April, we are highlighting the work of Rios to Rivers in our community effort to showcase organizations who are working towards social justice, environmental action, and more inclusive public lands. Rios to Rivers inspires the protection of rivers worldwide by investing in underserved and indigenous youth who are intimately connected to their local waters and support them in their development as the next generation of environmental stewards. Founded in 2012, Rios to Rivers programs have connected 234 underserved and indigenous students from 20 endangered river basins in seven countries. The programs have included students and community leaders from 21 indigenous nations. Rios to Rivers envisions a world in which youth who are intimately connected to their local waters and tribal communities are equipped to become the next generation of passionate leaders for healthy rivers and communities. Make monthly charitable giving a trend in your life in 2024 and help to support Rios to Rivers this March and April. Visit the link in our Instagram bio for more information. Follow him wherever he may go. There isn't an ocean too deep. A mountain so high he can keep, keep me away. Hello, and welcome to Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks. I'm Dusty. And I'm Mike. If you're joining us for the first time, Trail Mix is the short format episode of our show. While our long format episodes explore one hiking trail in one national park, one park at a time, Trail Mix allows us to dive deeper into things we didn't get to cover in our long format episodes. That's right. And this Trail Mix episode is all about what to do if you are outside and you have to poo-poo. Or pee-pee. Okay, so we are we're committing to the use of the terms poo poo and pee pee this entire episode. Well, I mean, I feel like it's pretty G rated. It is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could say urinate, mm-hmm. we could say bowel movement, but um, no, I think we're saying poo poo and pee pee. Great, I love it. Yeah. Also, let's talk about euphemisms for poop. There are so many, mm-hmm. right? Like doing your business, mm-hmm. right? That's one. Mm-hmm. Dropping the kids off at the mm-hmm. pool. That's another one. What are some other euphemisms for um, poop? I mean, I think one of my favorite is dumping out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. I also love, um, I, <laughs> I have to go see a man about a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one too? Yeah. My grandmother used to say that all the time. And I was mm-hmm. like, I love dogs. <laughs> she's like, let me come with you and stay out like, of the bathroom. No, it's not yeah. that kind of dog. <laughs> My grandmother, she could have done stand-up if she wanted to. <laughs> she was funny. Oh, God, I love euphemisms for poop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. It's so funny because I feel like we create them so that we don't have to say poop yeah. or poo-poo. Mm-hmm. Right? But at the end of the day, it's poo-poo. It's poo-poo. That's right. It sure is. We're talking about poo-poo. That's right. That's right. Poo-poo-ry. Okay, so have you have you ever been in a situation where you have had to poo-poo in the woods? Yes. Really? Yes. Tell me. I don't know that I know this. Yeah, it was on the it was when I was on the Salcantay Trail when I was in Peru and I was hiking to Machu Picchu. Oh, I had like your a very, fancy girl travels. Oh yeah, that was my fancy girl travels. <laughs> That's right. In the life before I was a teacher, everyone, I was an heiress. <laughs> an heiress. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I just want you to know. <laughs> I was an heiress. I decided to give up my fortune so that I might educate the children. (laughs) 
Yep, that's it. Oh, God. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we figured it out. We figured out Mike's past. He's literally living the, that I'm, movie. I'm Anastasia. <laughs> You're the lost Romanoff girl. That's who you are. Fart, don't fail me now. Poo, poo, don't desert me. No, no, no. You have to stop. I can't. Oh, my God. You changed the word heart to fart. Of course you did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Mom. So I had a poop on the Salkantai trail. It wasn't great. No. Because I wasn't prepared for it. Okay. And I felt a lot of shame after. <laughs> and I probably like have been haunted now by, you know, that trail for the rest of my life. Let's talk about experience. the shame. Let's talk about the shame. Well, I had to hide from everyone. We were like a big group and there was no restroom. To and be by had. hide from everyone, you mean for the rest of the trip. <laughs> because you were like, I can never face them again. Because, <laughs> because they know <laughs> that I had to disappear. And <laughs> The lost Romanov had to poop in the woods. <laughs> the lost Romanov had to poop in the woods. Um, okay, so what do you mean by you were unprepared? I think I had tissues with me, but not toilet paper. Mm. And we were at a stopping point, but there wasn't, I don't think there was a restroom. That was the thing. And it's like, they didn't really prepare us for what to do when uh. we needed to use the restroom. So yeah, so I was ill prepared. Exactly what I mean. I think I had hand sanitizer and that was about it. Well, if you don't have toilet paper and all you have is hand sanitizer, <laughs> you just throw some on the back and you <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> you you do what you can. Yeah. 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 What about you? No, actually, I've never had to like properly poop in the woods. Oh, I think improperly though. Impro- well, improperly plenty. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I've not been in that circumstance mm, where I've well, had to do it. Well, good for you. I mean, I don't know if it's good for me or One not. One less shame point that you have. <laughs> I don't think I would have any shame about mm. it though. I mean, I would feel, I mean, especially with other people, like I don't, mm-mm. Yeah. oh no, if I have to go, it's like, I'd rather go in the woods and do this. So that, But it, it wasn't in the woods. It was like behind a rock in the very open space. So it wasn't even the woods is what I'm saying to you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had to like be stealthy about it. I felt like Gollum crawling out of his why cave. Why did you, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on the shame is it because it was poop or because it was like you held up the group like, no because was it, it was there were people around and i had to be like s- stealthy about it maybe shame isn't the right word embarrassment oh embarrassed okay yeah stealthy feels like you're like making eye contact with someone while <laughs> I you're was doing deeply it. staring into someone's <laughs> eyes <laughs> while you were pooping publicly right. yep okay i guess i understand what you mean yeah. um no i haven't had to do that i think I don't know. I mean, we've never been in a circumstance where either of us have had to like poop on any of the trails that we're on. No. Though we also weren't overnighting and backpacking right. or anything like right, that. Right, right, but right. had we been or, you know, whenever we do, I'm sure we will have to be prepared for that. Oh, we will. Absolutely. You may be asking yourself this question right now. Why would we produce an episode all about pooping and peeing in nature? Well, it isn't because we think it's terribly amusing to say poo-poo or pee-pee at dozens and dozens of times. I don't know how true that is. However, it is a bit of an unfortunate answer. 
According to the lovely folks over at LeaveNoTrace.org, who constantly work with land managers throughout the year, the most common impact reported by land managers to Leave No Trace is the improper disposal of human waste. The improper disposal of human waste is a real problem because it contaminates water and spreads diseases from humans to animals. While national parks and other public lands are outfitted with restrooms, occasionally with proper plumbing, but most often pit toilets, or as they are sometimes referred to as vault toilets. Euphemisms for the wind, mm-hmm. right? Vault toilets. Mm-hmm. No, Now that sounds like I'm going to go <laughs> descend into my secretive <laughs> vault where there happen to be toilets. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go dump out my secrets in the vault toilet. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to go see a man about a dog in the vault. <laughs> That's right. Toilet. Mm-hmm. Disposal of human waste is a serious problem, especially in the backcountry trails where there are fewer vault toilets. Okay, so I do want you to imagine hiking in like backcountry trails mm-hmm. with just actual literal piles of poop just all over the place mm-hmm. from humans. Yeah. Not cute. No. 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 Up until recently, the guidance for pooping in the outdoors has been fairly consistent. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Cat Hole. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's right. Digging what is referred to as a cat hole has been the consistent direction for hikers. Hikers are instructed to walk about 200 feet away from any water source, dig a 6 to 8 inch hole in the ground. They often sell cat hole shovels for this specific reason. Make sure the poop gets into the cat hole, then bury the poop with the dirt they dug out. When it comes to the toilet paper... The direction has been, if you're using leaves, then bury them in the cat hole with the poop. But if you're using toilet paper, then pack it out. And since pack it out may be an unfamiliar term to some folks, it means take it with you off the trail as you leave. Though in my research, I did find some guidance that suggested burying the toilet paper in the cat hole too. Do not do this. Mm -mm. Can you believe that it says that? No. Do not do this. Do not bury at all. Do not ever bury your toilet paper. You got to take that toilet paper with you. For years and years, this has been the guidance. However, times are changing. More people are visiting public lands and human waste is becoming an increasing problem for public land. Thus, it is time for us to update our practices when it comes to poo-poo and pee-pee in the outdoors. As I'm sure we can all imagine, cat holes don't break down or compost poop very well. While yes, we are putting it back into the earth and poop is eventually going to break down, poop being buried in a cat hole is not setting up the poop or the earth for any kind of success. And the real problem lies between the time the poop is buried and when it is finally broken down. I like the idea of setting poop up for success. Of course. (laughs) A study was done in the 1980s which proved that no matter how deep poop is buried and regardless of elevation, it can still be filled with pathogens, salmonella, and E. coli. Obviously, this doesn't help the local plant and animal populations. Pathogens in soils can very easily make their way into waterways and into greater ecosystems systems of the area. Pathogens can continue to grow and thrive even after poop has decomposed. Literally, what goes around comes around. As we know, poop contains that stuff that has passed through the body that we no longer need, including remnants of medication, bacteria, hormones, etc. And those can very quickly make their way into the ground. According to the article Outdoor Poop Etiquette is Changing by Krista Langlois, published on Outside Online, a study by geneticist Laura Scott of the U.S. Geological Survey was done in 2016, who found antibiotic-resistant bacteria in samples that were taken from 10 national parks. Who? That's not great. No. Talk about a super virus. Hello, COVID.0 or whatever it is. Seriously. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not great. No. And what's funny is that leavenotrace.org, mm-hmm. who, I mean, is the gold standard, we'd say, for like... Yeah. Ethical you know, treatment. Ethical of, or yeah. like how to ethically recreate, mm-hmm. right? Also still advises for digging cat holes, mm. which is mm, not a good thing to do. No. Let's find out a little bit more about why. So why has the guidance been cat holes for so long? According to Lara Jacobs, an ecologist and PhD candidate at Oregon State University, this guidance emerged more broadly in the late 80s, during a time when there were not many hikers in the backcountry. So just getting the poop out of sight and out of direct access from wildlife seemed to be the solution. But today, with increased recreation in the national parks, especially the sections of the park that don't contain vault toilets, this has become a poo-poo backfire. Some recent examples include the U.S. Forest Service stopping all camping by Oregon's no-name lake in 2019 because it, quote, started to smell like a sewer. Ugh. Yeah, that's not I know. great. Mm-mm. And in 2021, a ranger in Zion National Park apparently collected and removed nine pounds of human poop from one of their more popular backcountry hikes. We don't often hike in the backcountry, but people just don't talk enough about the poop back there. Well, it's called the backcountry for a reason. There, (laughs) There it is, everybody. And COVID certainly increased visitorship, bringing more people and therefore more poop to the backcountry. There has been study after study that shows increase in levels of E. coli specifically connected to human waste found in waterways, soil, sand, and generally in the greater environmental systems near and around public lands. And ecologist Lara Jacobs, who is a member of the Muscogee Creek Nation, fears contamination of natural resources for indigenous people who still use the land near popular parks to source food. And while shovels and waste kits that help hikers dig cat holes are available, they still aren't the best solution. There are some waste kits that come with these little tablets that you can drop on top of the poop once it's in the cat hole, and fungi will grow out of the tablet to help break down the poop better. But scientists don't like this option either, as it is literally introducing non-native fungi to the area. So when it comes to poop, it is clear that we must now change our ways. And it seems that our dog walking practices can be quite beneficial for our human practices. That's right. It's time to curb ourselves the way we curb our dogs. Introducing the WAG bag. WAG being an acronym for waste alleviation and gelling. Which sounds like sending someone away so that you can gel your hair. (laughs) A WAG bag allows hikers to pack out their poop. They are often kits that come with a little bit of hand sanitizer and some toilet paper. And they have chemical gel crystals which eliminate the odor of human waste. Who doesn't want to poop into a bag of crystals? (laughs) (laughs) No part of your waste is undesirable. Make it a crystal-worthy experience. (laughs) 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 I wrote this joke in the outline, everybody. (laughs) Mike is seeing it for the first time. You have to say it more clearly. (laughs) That's right. Charlize Theron for wag bags. I mean, obviously, here's the selling point, right? Like, that's what I'm saying, right? Who doesn't want... Literally, though, like, you can poop into a bag of crystals. But will they grow into something is what I want to know. Oh, who knows? But Mm -hmm. you know what? You get 
it's special because there's crystals. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Crystals are like mysterious and they're majestic and they're like, you know, like there's something, you know, glitzy and glamorous about them. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's what I'm th- that's the selling point <laughs> right Hi, there's your and en- there's your sales entry yeah look at that but oh I mean you could dig a hole in the ground but don't you want to <laughs> poof with some crystals instead mm-hmm. yeah wag bags come in many forms some are just the bags but some contain the whole kit as for me <laughs> sorry <laughs> As for me and my house, we poop with crystals. (laughs) I need Uh, to hear it. I need it. I need it to be convincing. mm -hmm. (laughs) As for me and my house, we poop with crystals. There it is. And while some people never find themselves too far from a pit toilet, it is probably a good idea to get yourself some of these because nature calls. Some public lands have already started to incorporate wag bags. Bears Ears National Monument, Mount Whitney, and Rocky Mountain National Park have wag bags and waste kits, sometimes even available for free to hikers. An interesting fact, Mount Whitney has required wag bags since 2006 and have reported that the amount of poop that is packed out by hikers hiking that mountain gets to about 8,000 pounds a year. That's a lot of poop. I mean, but it is a very tall mountain. The tallest in the contiguous United States. But I think more importantly here, there's a lot of hikers on that mountain. Yeah, that are pooping all their way up into the sky. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Poop into the sky. Why poop just anywhere when you can poop with crystals? But some people may ask why there aren't more vault toilets in the backcountry. And that is because of the Wilderness Act, which was created to protect quote-unquote wilderness areas. See our trail mix without a trace about the word wilderness and how this is a term of erasure. This Wilderness Act means that it is not easy to put up human-made structures in wilderness areas. And while some parks have started to install some backcountry pit toilets, remember that if you don't pack out your poop, someone else has to. And why bags are the most effective and safest way to dispose of our waste. So they are here to stay. And just like people complained about picking up dog poop, people are going to complain about picking up their own poop. But then hopefully it will just become the new norm and we can all just get on board. So what are some tips and tricks for pooping in a bag and for other bodily fluids we may need to dispose of while in the outdoors? First, let's talk about the poo-poo. Double-layered wag bags are great because they will reduce smell. They sell them in kits with all the fixins, so get yourself some poop bags. If you are in the water in a raft or a boat, you can also get a groover, which is like a small portable toilet, though... Unlike wag bags, which can be tossed, groovers will need to be cleaned out for reuse. So remember that you're signing up to wash it out afterwards. Mm-hmm. And that poop does need to go somewhere that's not down the sink. It's got to go into the garbage. Okay, so now let's talk about using a wag bag. It's actually easy. Open the outermost bag. Remove the contents, usually the interior bag, toilet paper, and sanitizer. Then place the interior bag on the ground. Make sure the poop lands on the bag. Now with crystals. It's probably a good idea to bring along your own toilet paper too because what comes in the kits is minimal. Once the poop is in the bag, drop the toilet paper into the bag too, then seal it up and you are good to go. Then dispose of it properly when you are back near proper disposal containers. Also note that if you are staying overnight 
and you are in bear country, most people will like tie their food up high in a tree to, you know, like they they call it a bear hang. Mm -hmm. Poop bags should also be tied up that high too. Because you bears can smell the remnants of things that have been eaten in our poop. Mm-hmm. Also, the little crystals are going to do the work to keep down the smell, but do make sure that you keep the bag away from food. So make sure that that bear hang is not like you're not hanging not poop, poop literally hang next to your food. Mm-hmm. You don't want dysentery? <laughs> no. And having extra hand sanitizer is always a good idea. Another good tip is to bring a dry bag and put all of your wag bags in one place. Hey, everybody, we are actively planning our hiking for this year. And so you know what that means. Our moon travel guides are out and about. We're marking them up and we're writing in all of our notes. We sincerely love them and we use moon travel guides all the time. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because their authors are real people who live in and know the areas they're writing about like the back of their hand. And we can trust them. From hikes to campsites to city sites to restaurants, Moon Travel has you covered. So ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed out abroad, planning to take on the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon travel guide with you. And through the end of 2024, our listeners can exclusively get 20% off any Moon travel guide when you go to moon.com. Use the code GAZE24 at checkout. That's right. That is Moon. Dot com and use code GAZE24. And that's G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon Travel Guide in Moon's entire library at moon.com. And that is exclusively for Gaze listeners. Hey, everybody, we are actively planning our hiking for this year. And so you know what that means. Our moon travel guides are out and about. We're marking them up and we're writing in all of our notes. We sincerely love them and we use moon travel guides all the time. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because their authors are real people who live in and know the areas they're writing about like the back of their hand. And we can trust them. From hikes to campsites to city sites to restaurants, Moon Travel has you covered. So ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed out abroad, planning to take on the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon travel guide with you. And through the end of 2024, our listeners can exclusively get 20% off any Moon travel guide when you go to moon.com. Use the code GAZE24 at checkout. That's right. That is moon.com and use code GAZE24. And that's G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon Travel Guide in Moon's entire library at moon.com. And that is exclusively for Gaze listeners. 
Now let's talk about PP. The most important thing to remember about PP is that you want to find a place where it will be absorbed into the ground. If you're in the woods, it's going to be absorbed easily. If you're in an alpine territory near where mountain goats roam, it is recommended to spill your urine onto rocks or boulders. Mountain goats like the salt found in the urine and will dig up the dirt if they smell it. You want to avoid a situation where PP is going to stick around. Note that in the desert, try to find a spot near some type of vegetation, as the sand will simply absorb the PP and then it will stick around for a while and it will smell. Also, and this is extremely important, never PP into a water source like a lake or a pond or a stream. This is a surefire way to harm or kill wildlife or to make other humans and wildlife sick. Sure, the ocean is the ocean and it will disperse, but smaller bodies of water should never be a place to dispose of human waste, nor should it be a place to actively poo-poo or pee-pee. We always want to walk away from water sources to do this. If you're in a raft or a boat over water, going in a container, using a funnel if needed, maybe the best option, and then you can dispose of it later. And for menstruators, make sure to pack out all associated waste, especially things like plastic applicators. So to make a long story short, too late, we have to take our waste with us. And the small amount of waste we leave behind, we have to be very intentional about where we leave it and how it will affect the environment. It's always a safe bet to pack it out and to truly leave no trace. The sources for today's trail mix include the article, Outdoor Poop Etiquette is Changing, You're Probably Not Going to Like It, by Krista Langlois, published on Outside Online. The article, We Have to Change the Way We Do Our Business, by Stephen Potter, published on Climbing.com. The article, Ultimate Guide to Pooping Outdoors, by Vanita Salisbury, published on Thrillist. REI, LeaveNoTrace.org, and the article, How to Use the Bathroom Outside, by Sandra Sathoff, published on WashingtonTrailsAssociation.org. And now, let's end this episode with a game. All right, Mike, are you ready for our... Um, our poo-poo pee-pee game? Yes, our poo-poo pee-pee game. Mm, I am. Excellent. Okay, so this category is called... Wag bag rhyme time. Oh, great. So every answer is going to rhyme with wag bag. Which already rhymes. So Which already rhymes. I know. The second word will always be bag. Okay, great. Or as Joey J said in that one um, season of Drag Race, bag. Bag. Yeah. Um, they did a bag ball on Drag Race that season. So they had to do three looks for this one ball. That's what a ball means. Multiple mm-hmm. looks and one one runway. And um, it was inspired by the word bag. So Joey J came out wearing a nurse's uniform mm-hmm. with like one of those Ivy poles, Ivy poles. Right. But then also like with like with Ivy, like mm-hmm. greenery wrapped around. So it was like sort of two ideas happening at the same time. So the judges were like, we didn't really get this. And Joey J is like, I was going for Ivy bag. And then they were like, right, we got that. But then you like incorporated the Ivy with it. Right. I was going for Ivy bag. You could just see them go, you know what? Okay. I don't know that this is <laughs> worth that. Okay. Here we go. Also, I have eight of these. Oh. So bonus. Great. For 100, this bag would probably follow behind you and make you go very slowly. What is a lag bag? That is correct. For 200... This bag would probably get pretty annoying because it would get caught on so many things. What is a snag bag? That is correct. 
this is the type of bag where you would store your copy of Architectural Digest or your copy of Better Homes and Gardens. What is a mag bag? That's right. This is the type of bag that Cinderella probably had on her at the beginning of the story. What is a rag bag? Correct. This is a bag that you have that you're very proud of and you tell everybody where you got it. What is a brag bag? That's it. This is your bag full of makeup, wigs, and costumes that you use to turn yourself into Miss Vanity Plates. What is a drag bag? That is correct. And finally, this is the bag that you take with you if you're going to the dance solo. What is a stag bag? That is correct. You did so great. Thanks. I love rhyming. Uh, Isn't it so much fun? Mm -hmm. And that was Wag Bag Rhyme Time. Now with crystals. Now with crystals. (laughs) Crystals. This has been Trail Mix with Crystals. (laughs) By Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. And we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that crystals are always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, gaze at the National Parks.com. That's gaze, G A Z E. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the gaze shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written and performed by Dave Seaman and Mariella Klinger with Sean Sklios on guitar. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording this episode that we are on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Middlesex County, New Jersey.